Do you want to live in a van but can't see yourself spending tens of thousands of dollars for a tricked-out Sprinter or Ford Transit? Well, never fear. It is possible to do van life on the cheap. Now, I know all about that firsthand. I did it with a $6,000 Chevy Astro van, which you can learn more about in episode one of this podcast. And my friend Hillary Bird is doing it with a 1999 Ford E250 van. In episode 10 of the Wayward Home podcast, we're going to get a tour of Hillary's van and get into the nitty gritty of just how much that van cost and how she did an ultra budget conversion. Let's go. Welcome to the Wayward Home Podcast, all about van life, boat life, and nomadic living. We'll bring you tips, interviews, and stories from the road and on the water. Now, here's your host, Kristen Haynes. Hey there, I'm Kristen Haynes with thewaywardhome.com, all about van life, RVing, sailboats, and tiny homes. I live part of the year in a camper van and part in a sailboat and hope to help you achieve your nomadic living dreams. Today, we're talking about budget van conversions, and we have van lifer Hillary Bird here. Hillary, give us a tour around your van. Hey guys, my name is Hillary and I live in a 1999 Ford E250 van. It used to be a Holiday Inn shuttle bus and it's got this retro green color uh, with this super cool yellow stripe going across it. It does have a raised roof and it's just high enough for me to stand up in and I'm like five foot five. You can actually still see the Holiday Inn lettering on the top of the van so it's got a lot of character you could say. So opening up the side door, and then immediately on my left, I have my two burner propane camp stove. I use this every morning to make my coffee, to toast a bagel, to make, you know, egg scrambles, whatever it is. The camp stove rests on top of this custom built wooden shelving area. And it's super simple design. It's just these, you know, we found scrap wood lying around the house and built out these uh, drawers. And the drawers don't use tracks or hinges or anything. They just (laughs) are raw enough wood that they keep themselves in place. And then the latches to pull the drawers open is just some cheap rope that we found lying around the house and we tied knots on either end. So in these drawers, I keep everything from my utensils my electronics, uh, all my cords, just random things, spices, and I can actually access them from outside the van or inside because the drawers uh, will open both ways. And then directly behind the driver's seat is my kitchenette area. And again, just we used the spare wood or lumber that we have around the house sitting in the barn for 20 years, like literally this wood had been sitting in the barn for so long. Um, And I used polyurethane that my parents had in their basement since they built their house Um, and I just polyurethane this wood sanded the wood polyurethaned it and then we built this kitchenette area so it has a countertop on old piano hinges so I can actually lift up the countertop and underneath there is where I keep my five gallon plastic water jug Um, and on the top of the kitchen area there is an aluminum sink bin again that was something that my parents just randomly had in their basement Um, and then a hand pump on top of that so my water setup is very simple Um, it is a hand pump and sometimes it gets annoying and I have to manually dump out the sink because it doesn't have a drain and I don't have a gray water tank but if you're looking to be on the road ASAP like this is just such a quick easy build 
So also underneath the kitchen area, I have two uh, deep cycle batteries and they charge off of the van's alternator. And then that gives me access to my inverter and my fuse box, um, which is attached to the kitchenette area as well. So above the kitchenette area is like a kitchen cabinet. And this was built by my childhood friend's dad, who's an amazing carpenter. So it actually looks like something you'd find in a real kitchen. Then as we move to the back of the van, I've got my fridge, which is just a big Yeti cooler. I use a hose to drain the Yeti cooler of ice water so I don't have to move the cooler. So my bed is a bench to bed conversion and I have two benches on either side and then they have slats that pull out on one side and that turns it into a bed. And if I want like a work area and just the benches, then I just push them back in. <laughs> I'll be honest, a lot of the times I keep it in bed mode, so I'm not sure I would recommend a bench to bed conversion. But if you do work remotely or you know you're gonna be working a lot from your van, I definitely recommend having some kind of workspace in your van. It could even be as simple as getting one of those uh, steering wheel desks. So it's really just a little platform that connects onto your steering wheel and then you can work right from your driver's seat. I have these uh, window curtains and they are made from blackout curtain material. So there's a hotel surplus store right by my parents' house and they sell high quality hotel grade furniture and curtains and carpets and all these things for literally one to five dollars. So we got huge blackout curtains and my mom is great at sewing and so she turned these into some awesome custom size uh, window curtains for my van and I use them all the time. And then for my bedding, I really just use a sleeping bag, um, pillows, and a sheet. If it's a really cold night, I use a sleeping bag suit, which is literally what it sounds like. It's a sleeping bag with legs and arms and a hood. It's pretty funny looking. Um, but those are great because when you wake up in the morning and you have to get out of bed, you're not freezing to death. I also carry a four gallon water jug with me which I will use to take outside and do my dishes if I'm somewhere where I can do that. I'd rather do my dishes outside than inside the van because it is a small space. So in total, I'm carrying about nine gallons of water with me at any given time. Anyway, yeah, that's my van tour. I hope you enjoyed it and always reach out to me at greenvango.com if you have questions about budget van life. Hillary, thanks so much for that tour. That was awesome. So I'm curious, why did you want to live in a van in the first place? Well, I was, you know, seven years into a corporate marketing career and I started having anxiety attacks at work. And it was, it, I mean, it fit all the goals I had at that time, which is work remote, travel where and when I want to be my own boss. And so transitioning over to this lifestyle, not only you know, allows me to travel where I want, but it also forced me to move over to freelance remote work. So it was a double win. What's funny is that Hillary didn't even mean to do a van build at first. Her $6,000 green van had been owned by three van lifers prior and was already built out on the inside. When I picked up the van and I brought it back to my parents' house and my dad and I started going over it and everything, and we just started realizing that there were a lot of safety hazards and also it wasn't going to fit 
my full-time living lifestyle as well as I thought. So that was something I learned and we ended up gutting it and then doing the whole build ourselves. And it was the ultimate budget build. Hillary and her dad worked on the build together and it didn't have much upfront planning, except Hillary knew what she wanted and needed to live comfortably on the road. I wanted a sink and a pump, just a whole water system. So we added that and they had a fixed bed and I wanted a conversion bed because working remotely, I wanted a workspace. So we ended up building a bench to bed conversion. Also just a lot of permanent storage space. So I have like a kitchen cabinet above my kitchen counter and it's great because that lets me use space that rather than just shoving some bins underneath a bed, it's very homey feeling and it's like up high space where I can store my pots and my pans. It's just, it feels like a real little kitchen. They kept costs down by scavenging for items around the house and property and then using materials that were on the cheaper side. I didn't worry about the the aesthetics so much of it. So for example, when we picked out the plywood for the walls, I chose whatever plywood was most practical rather than what looked the prettiest. And when it came to, you know, painting them or polyurethaning the wood, I used what was already in my parents' house. I mean, they had leftover house paint, they had leftover items, and they were never going to use them again. And I was like, you know what, this is fine. It works. Um, Let's do this. Even though she did keep costs low, Hillary did splurge on a few things. Yeah, one of them was a good ceiling fan because I knew since the van was smaller and it wasn't going to have amazing insulation, that airflow and air circulation was really important to me. Yeah, that was a bit of a splurge. And this wasn't so much part of the van build, but I did get a WeBoost cell signal booster because I knew I'd be wanting to work for my van a lot. So that was, you know, another couple hundred dollar purchase. Oh, the Jackery. That was another thing. So I opted to not do solar panels on my van. And I have two batteries that charge off the van's alternator. And that's my main power supply. But I quickly realized when I'm out in the desert working, um, you know, those are going to die after the course of two or three days, especially if I'm charging my laptop off of them because that sucks up a ton of power. So I got the Jackery 240 uh, portable battery. And that was, you know, a few hundred dollar purchase. Um, but it's a lifesaver. And I got the portable solar panels that help keep it charged. When I'm out in the desert, I just keep those outside. So that's been a game changer for me. I can now be off grid for an unlimited amount of time uh, and not have to worry about running out of power. And the big question we've all been wondering, how much did your van cost, Hillary? The build itself was around 2000 and then mechanical fixes, uh, that was, three, it was like 3000 over 3000 So, So that is a downside to buying a budget older van is get ready to pay, you know, a big mechanical bill. But I expected that. Hillary chose to do a budget van build because she's never lived in a van before. I went into it with that budget mindset of, I don't know how long I want to do van life. And should I decide I don't love it? Um, I don't want to financially pigeonhole myself into it by 
buying a big expensive van and I didn't want to take out a loan on the van. I really just wanted a van to test out the lifestyle. So Hillary, if you were to build out a new van for next time, what would be some things that you'd change? Maybe having a better shower setup, a better toilet setup. Um, I mean, I think we all have, you know, the Nalgene bottle to go pee in at night <laughs> for desperate, but maybe having a compost toilet. Yeah, that could be nice. Uh, Right now, like the shower setup is I have a solar shower bag that I'll use or I'll just go to a gym. I've showered in rivers or lakes or whatever's available. But, you know, it is exhausting. So it's amazing. But I would like a slightly more built out van. Okay, so I have to ask, do you have any sort of toilet in your van? I do have a portable toilet. It's literally a plastic toilet lid and then you screw three legs onto it and then you attach a plastic bag and, you know, there's your bathroom. So if there were an emergency in my van, I do have a toilet, but it's a lot of work. (laughs) You know, you're digging through your benches to pull it out and then you're setting it up. And, you know, let's just say if it's a seriously urgent situation, that could be a problem. For people out there doing van builds, what would be your biggest piece of advice for them? I recommend not skimping on insulation because your van will get so hot in the desert sun or just under the sun. So, you know, there have been days in the desert where I'll leave all my doors open just to make sure that the air is flowing through it. And that helps. But you do have that bug issue of little bugs getting in and gnats and stuff. In our new Sprinter van build, we used wool insulation. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you to check that out. So, Hillary, we all want to know, how did you enjoy van life after all? Uh, Everything. It was incredibly empowering to have total control over my schedule. Um, I'm not dependent on anyone. No one's dependent on me. Just taking my time and working on being present. Those were important things to me when I first hit the road. Not to sound super cheesy, but a big reason I took to the road was because I felt like I had been going down this path of doing what was it, what was expected of me. And I was trying to sort out what did a happy life look like to me versus what society wants for me or my family or friends or whatever. And so I felt like the road did give me that clarity in a lot of ways because um, it's pretty crazy when you remove all distractions from your day-to-day, you realize how you really spend your time. So what advice would you give to others going down a similar path, wanting to live in a van? I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's a lot of work. (laughs) But it is so rewarding. And I'd say expect the unexpected. Things are going to go wrong. You're going to want to change your mind halfway through certain projects. And try to embrace going with the flow be flexible with your due dates on stuff. Try to see the build as part of the van life adventure. Because I mean, to be honest, it was a mental challenge for me at times. I was thinking, is this ever going to be done? I don't know. Um, But it showed me how resilient I was. So that was great. All right, Hillary. So where can people find you online? Yeah, so I run a website. It's greenvango.com. And I share my own budget van life tips and experiences from other uh, what I call small van lifers who are in budget builds. I also have a podcast called Van Life Horror Stories. Oh, yeah. And it's mainly focused on like paranormal ghost stuff, just weird experiences that van lifers have had. And actually, I tell my own stories in there. So 
Yeah, check out Van Life Horror Stories. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on the show today and telling us all about your budget van build and how you're enjoying van life. I'm sure a lot of people will get some good information from listening and will be inspired to get out there no matter what the price of their build. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I hope you found Hillary's story of how she did a $2,000 budget van build inspiring and proof that you don't need an expensive or fancy van to get out there and enjoy nature and live life on your own terms. Like I said before, my partner Tom and I I lived in a 1994 Chevy Astro van for years before I recently upgraded to a Sprinter van that we're now building out ourselves. While a tiny van can feel cramped, it's a great intro to van life, and you learn what you like and don't like about it. For links to Hillary's website and to the products she mentioned in this podcast, just head to thewaywardhome.com forward slash episode 10. And remember to come join us in the Facebook group with like-minded nomads. That's thewaywardhome.com forward slash Facebook. Thanks for joining me today on episode 10 of the Wayward Home Podcast. Hope to see you next time.